Buenos Nachos, amigos, and welcome to Halujuku, the East Asian pop culture podcast of goodness and fun and frivolity. I don't know. I never, I never have a good like canned. Intro yeah, no, I, I've uh, never had a good canned intro for any show I've ever done ever. So <laughs> yeah. I, it's always I feel it's a lot more fun. That. It's a lot more fun this way. I'm Peter Ray for your man with no plan. Uh, as I've proven right there, uh, here with me as always is my buddy, my pal, Brandon Cooper, aka King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I am doing exceptionally well on this exceptional eve. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we 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 are we are uh, in a new lunar new year. So we are the year of the rooster. Uh, yeah. So it's exciting new new year, as it were, new beginnings. A lot of fun, a lot of fun things happening in the world of East Asian pop culture. Uh, yeah, let's get to it. Uh, as always, we talk, talk. We start off every episode, the A Block, with uh, what's new, what's caught our attention this week uh, or since we last talked. Uh, and, you know, what's, what songs have we noticed, what things have we, we wanted to talk about. Uh, Kaz, yeah. w- what's new with you? So, not, uh, well, actually it is new. Um... It's a song by Mad Clown, and I know Mad Clown is very hit or miss for me if you've ever listened to the show before. Um, he can kind of go up and down in weird ways with me. Uh, but this one I thought was pretty good, um, and it's featuring this dual girl group whose name I would butcher if I try to say, so I'll it's leave it to Petey. Bolbalgansa, or the full okay. name is Bolbalgansa Chunki. Bolbalgansa Chunki, or Bolbalgan Puberty. Okay. Um, and it's a, it's a mad clown song. It's kind of very emotional and like, uh, I don't know. Like it's, it's a mad clown song, right? It, it, it's like, I don't really know how to put it other than it's a mad clown song. It's very, very Um, storytelling, very, yeah, very storytelling, very sultry, very like (sighs) coffee story, coffee shop, coffee shop. Yeah, uh, you, oh, that's a great that's a great way to put it. Coffee shop hip hop. Um, yeah. So it's a Mad Clown song. It's it's good. I enjoy it. I like it. I think it's pretty good. Um, I don't think there's anything overly. I don't think there's anything overall wrong with it. I enjoyed it for the most part. Um, for for me and, and my weirdness with Mad Clown, I I definitely did enjoy this. Um, so even with that, I I thought it was a really good song. I had fun with it. I just yeah. don't know. I don't know. It, it's a weird thing with me and Mad Clown because I'm never sure how much I'm ever going to go back to a Mad Clown song after I yeah. hear it. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 one of those things that's like it's cool, it's chill. It's like the double edged sword. It's like it it's cool and it's chill, but can it can also like if it if it's not if you're not in the right mood for it, it can kind of bore you a little bit. You know, it feels mm-hmm. a little yeah. Eh. Uh, the singers are nice, but they're they're very much in that like they they exist to be that uh, that coffee shop indie group. That's their thing. If you listen to their music, um, so they they fit in really well. So, but it's it's really just a matter of it's it's a music that very much exists in the genre that it is. And if you're not into that genre, you won't dig it. I will say, <clears throat> oddly enough, uh, listening to Mad kind of rap in this. I, I don't know about you, but I got I got I got his I can feel his uh, Gary influences. I mm-hmm. think like he probably kind of 
pulled uh, from a little bit into his flow. Just not like he like stealing. Just like it's it's part of what influences and part of like what he probably grew up on and probably what shaped him, which is a little bit of like Gary in him, a little bit. I don't yeah, know how he delivers, yeah. which is cool. It's like that that uh, that I, I just noticed that I just thought about it and just listening to the song, which is cool. Okay. Yeah, but he he has a very interesting flow, <sighs> and he has not not the most unique like rap style, but it he does it really well. Yeah. Um, and he does it in a really good way, I think. Um, but I don't know. It, it's it's a song. It's there. It's interesting. I think it's worth checking out. So go give it a listen. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking mm-hmm. of a song. Talk about Speaking of a song, um, so uh, this is a song titled The Song by our boy Zion T, Can Do No Wrong, uh, in the world of Holly Juku, coming out with a new album. Uh, I think it's called Double O, right? Um, yeah, or like O-O or like... O-O, yeah, Double O. Or like, you know, um, like circle Yeah, yeah so... T-T. Um, I listened to a couple of tracks. This being one of them, the song has an accompanying video really good just fucking upbeat r&b from like just like uptoned r&b um and i just love zion t's voice and i just kind of love his influence and the way he just kind of he he just i don't know i love his vocals man he just does things really well um his first album uh i believe under yg yeah 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 so that that's another thing to talk about. So yeah, he made this move over to uh, being a YG artist, and that being, there's a lot of YG artists featured. Well, not a lot, but there's a few YG artists featured on uh, um, the album that I noticed. I know G Dragon is on there. I think mm-hmm. there's another one um, with someone on there <sighs> that I can't think of. It might be Taeyong. I'm not sure. Uh, um, I have to go check, and I don't up. feel like doing that right now. Yeah, all right, <laughs> PD will look for me. Um, but so more about this track. This track is just I don't know. It's super super. Like, no other YG. I think it's just G Dragon. Uh, the only other featuring was uh, the only other feature is Beaten Zeno. Okay, and that's definitely not a YG artist. That's an yeah, billionaire no. artist, which I still don't understand how he's a millionaire artist. But, but I digress. I digress. Let's um, not have that discussion again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, your homies are who your homies are. You can't. You can't. You can't change who your friends are. Um, so I don't know. It's just a, it's just a really good fucking track. I fucking love Zion T. Every time I hear him, like I, I just enjoy listening to Zion T. Man, so yeah. good, so fucking good. Yeah, uh, uh, I really enjoyed this track. Like, uh, uh, I would have probably picked it for myself if I, if I didn't realize that it would have been perfect for your list. <laughs> so I just sent it to you. Uh, yeah. And I love like the the video is cool, and I love that he oh, kind of plays is so colorful and like awesome. Yeah, I love the, the like kind of uh, yeah, like the 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 feel of the video, the kind of the whimsy of the video, uh, and like the personality of the video is really fun. I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, Zionty is so cool. I'm I'm so I'm so glad I was able to kind of see him perform because he's kind of mm-hmm. an odd, cool guy. Uh, back in South by Southwest uh, last year, like it, it was it was such a he's- cool performance. He's a chill ass Lady Gaga, like yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's not to an extreme, but he 
all of it is performance, you know, like yeah. the the whole style and the clothes and the glasses <sighs> and all of this. It, it's it's a performance, right? And it, yeah. but it's so like well done. He, the name of his album is really his glasses. That's the name of the album. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the, the twice song is TT. The the, the Zion T, The name of the Zion T album is this. <laughs> oddly, oddly enough, so so uh, a little bit of pull the curtain back. Uh, I like to play Overwatch in the mornings, and I've been using my K-pop playlist when I just like when I kind of get into the groove or whatever. Uh, and I don't know why, but but TT came on, <laughs> and I was just fucking feeling it that I listened to it like I I paused it in Pandora and then I went to YouTube and listened to it like eight times just off the back today, like. <laughs> I was oh, like, yeah. I don't, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm gonna just listen to TT uh, yeah, eight times in a row. 2016, man. Yeah. Just, so, so that was so, a thing that happened today. Like <laughs> uh, yeah, Nations Girl Group. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. but yeah, Tea, awesome stuff. Uh, moving yeah, on. No, last but not least. All right. So last but not least, um, so I can get through this, uh, is a chat is a track I wanted to bring next week, but I had way too many songs last week. I mean, whatever, you know what I meant? People, I wanted (laughs) to bring this last week, but I had way too many songs last week. So I'm bringing it this week and it's a song by our girl cheetah, uh, called blur lines. So good. Yes. Love everything about this. I love the visuals of the video. I love the song. I love the lyrics. I love the beat. Um, I love the mix. So good. Everything about this is so awesome. Um, Honey's features is, is, is just it's, it's, uh, 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 so good. Yeah, um, yeah. And Cheetah is just so cool in this like track and like kind of like oh yeah, dude. expresses like, her emotions. Yeah, like I don't know, dude. It's just it's so. Some of this stuff is just so cool and so interesting in really weird ways that and. I just I don't know I never I never really know how to how to like express it when I'm really really feeling a track um and this one was just it kind of snuck up on me like I wasn't expecting this song and it just was there and it's really good and I like it and I want everybody to go check it out which is why I brought it for us to listen like to to talk about so definitely go check this out yeah, Cheetah is just so cool. Like she's really versatile as like a as an artist and as a rapper. Like to kind of like uh to kind of transition from something where she was intense and like hard hitting and like like uh opinionated and powerful and like uh to switching to kind of these these last, past couple of tracks that have been more subdued and emotional and the fact that she can do both styles is really cool. Uh Yeah. Yeah, Cheetah's fantastic. And Hane, Hane uh, does a really good job kind of doing a little bit of a, uh, playing the kind of the counterpoint uh, mm-hmm. in the track, and it, and it fits in really well in the center. Uh, yeah. It's like, and without f- feeling out of place at all, which is really cool. Uh, yeah. Cheetah. Ah, oh, damn. I'm, 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 I'm looking forward I mean, she's mainly been doing, like, digital releases. I'm looking forward to, like, if she decides to, like, come out with something a little bit more, like an album, or at least a mini, but a full album would be nice to maybe see or maybe get a chance to, I don't know, collaborate with some people, put together something like a cohesive album. Like, uh, I would love to see kind of what her vision would be for something like that. I don't know. That'd be cool. 
Uh, I mean, uh, we'll have to see uh, if she ever, like, I mean, at some point, I, I imagine that's something that's got to be the goal eventually. But I don't know. She's been kind of sticking <laughs> to these digital singles. Yeah. Really cool. I mean, you kind of you kind of go with what works for you, right? And <coughs> if that's what's working, then that's it's just it's good, you know. Yeah. Um, but I definitely feel you on the like when it's people that I really appreciate like that, man. Like I, I just want a full album from them. Like I'm definitely gonna pick up that Zion D album. Um, and there's still albums that I haven't bought yet because I I usually like I don't know what what it is about Korean music. I think it's the weird way that the fandom works and in your mind i want physical albums yeah um yeah so i want to i want to fill i want to uh i the my old my the bookshelf i had before i don't know if you can tell it's a different color Uh, um Mm -hmm. they went some people workers went up to the attic to install a light in our kitchen and they moved it uh (laughs) which uh with a full which I don't know if you've bought a bookshelf from Amazon, uh, but uh, I, you should know that the structural integrity of those bookshelves is dependent on pieces of cardboard you nail to the back of oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they moved it and while I wasn't here and with not great results. So I got a, re- I got a replacement, which is wider now. So now I have more rooms than my K-pop shelf right there. <laughs> so I want more yeah. albums. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have to have more albums now. You got to fill it up. Yeah, I got. I just like I just ordered. Uh, I just ordered a couple albums. I just ordered uh, the beginning of Mama Moo Phase Two, which is the the last album, the last mini they put out, and uh, this the second of the two Ladies Code albums that came out last year. Uh, so there's still gonna be more purchases. Gotta fill that bookshelf, mm-hmm. the shelf, and more. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I, I definitely feel you on, on kind of having those cool keepsakes, especially going to be able to look through mm-hmm. them and yeah. you get in your card. Like, it's my wallet here. <laughs> I don't know if I've talked, I've, I've talked about on the show the fact that I have all my, Dude, I all don't the even know where any, I don't even know where any of mine are anymore and I feel bad. Like, <laughs> all of my cards are in my wallet, like in a special slot like yeah. storage space that is only for the, yeah, the yeah. k-pop cards I, I need to get like a weird pin board to start <sighs> sticking shit to like for now the only thing i've had i have for that i have the k-pop corner for my posters yeah it's like i showed on instagram if you follow me on instagram pd brave uh i i never post on there but you know when i do you can see him <laughs> I got uh, but but you know I have them up here. The other problem is I I don't know where I'm going to put my FX poster that I have that kind of used to exist back there. It's kind of a little worse for wear though, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, but enough about that. Let's tra- transition right. over to some of the things that caught my attention this week. Uh, I have a few. Uh, one thing. So another performance. So we talked about Golden Tamarine uh, last week. Uh, yeah we talked about it a couple times specifically last week we talked about a couple of performances uh and just this like morning i woke up and you know opened up my tv uh turned on well open turned on my tv and which i always do i just turn on youtube to watch a bunch of stuff uh and they had posted the performances from the most recent episode of uh, golden tamarine uh and this one kind of just kind of won me over. Uh, this one particular performance, and it's uh, Yu Jung uh, again, formerly of AOI, uh, 
not AOI. AOI. I mixed AOA and IOI. I made AOI. <laughs> uh, area of influence? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Ace of Idol. Uh, IOI, formerly of IOI. Yu Jung right. and Yu Seyun uh, of the show performing Bultao Ne, uh, Fire by BTS, uh, which is great. If you know that Yu Jung is uh currently uh who is a full-on card carrying like proud army and she performs like their songs all the time you drop a bts song she'll bust out the choreography like that uh so she finally gets to full-on embody the you know do her she gets to do the k-pop dance covers all the fangirls get to do but she instead of doing it on her youtube channel with 12 subscribers uh she's doing it on live television which is awesome mm-hmm. and getting paid for it <laughs> and getting paid for it uh yeah it is a super cool performance and not only does she do a great job but yun sehun uh does a fantastic job keeping up with the choreography uh <laughs> like they both kill it with the choreography and once again yujung kind of yujung performs with like a really great like confidence like like oh yeah i'm just i'm just doing this choreography i'm not i'm not here cosplaying as a boy group i'm just i'm killing this i'm just killing this performance this is my killing this choreo like, <laughs> like what's up uh and she sings fantastically and and it's it's just so much fun uh did you enjoy it as much as i do did it, it was funny I, I thought it was cute and uh, after the first one you showed me, I just I was like, oh, she's gonna kill this too, right? Like, of course, there's no way that she doesn't kill this one, just like she kills all the rest of them that she does. Like, she's just so good at it. It's fun. It's yeah. fun to see her do. Like, it, it, yeah. it's I don't know. It's it it always. I'm trying to think of a way to put it. Like, there's a you're doing it because you know that's their job on that show is to do these things and you're doing it because you're like yo i'd be doing this anyway so <laughs> like why the fuck not <laughs> like yeah. you know like that kind of thing like that kind of thing i fucking love and she's one of those people who is definitely on that that line of why why am why would i not do this like <laughs> i'd be doing it anyway like yeah. you, you think i won't <laughs> Yeah, if, if, what, I mate? Like, if I didn't have this shoot every week, uh, I'd probably just spend my pra- free time pra- in the practice room doing these covers anyway. So, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. Also, really cool uh, featuring by Flowsick, uh, just right. randomly in there. Uh, <laughs> and it, it was just kind of just random, uh, random wild Flowsick appears, and he does a pretty cool. It does a really cool job. Uh, there's also some more performances uh, on the episode, which were really cool. So they're worth checking out. Uh, I haven't bothered checking out, but uh, checking it out because I'm kind of, I don't know. I, I, but um, apparently, I think Micro Dot did Gangnam Style, which <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. I haven't watched it. Uh, I know that on the other team, it was the Show Me the Tambourine team, uh, which yeah. is a bunch of Show Me the Money guys. So. With, with some interesting performances. Uh, I think one of them was the two... I think it was... It's a Basic and uh, Ju Jae uh, doing Xinhua. <laughs> Xinhua. Like old school Xinhua. <laughs> uh, 
uh, <laughs> which is just kind of cool. And they actually did yeah, a really good I, job. That like, would, like that, I want to see. Yeah, that that they did a, actually a pretty good job for <laughs> like the dance and everything. Like you wouldn't be able to tell that they're like two rappers. Like they're just they're, they they they're not particularly attractive. Well, actually, no, they're not bad looking. Uh, they're actually pretty handsome guys, uh, and they actually do a really good job. Uh, but yeah, I'll I'll link you, and you can enjoy while we in in the background. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah cool stuff golden tambourine more great performances and i'm so happy that they're doing this show uh moving on red velvet uh is back again uh with a new track yeah, boy uh called yeah. rookie uh new mini uh i believe the mini is also called ricky uh the fourth mini um i have to say i like it i i like it <laughs> I will say there's a, there's a lot to really like about the the song. Uh, there's a lot, there's there's things to like about the video uh, visually. Uh, they all look great. Uh, the, there's not all of it is great. I think the there's parts of, like there's just parts of it that are that are fun and kind of interesting to to kind of listen to. Uh, the chorus is is pretty catchy. If a little bit, I don't know. I think the 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 best way to sum it up is that I think Asian Junkie did it uh, uh, said it in his review a little bit more extreme than I would have put it, but he said that they regressed musically and visually. Uh, I would say it's it's. Um, I would say it's more like it, it it's not as good as i would say i would put it more like it's not as good as their couple, last couple of songs and it's more of like it feels like it exists in the middle of their like line uh, their discography as far as progress wise yeah, but i so i like the song and i it's cuz i kind of like red velvet but the way i saw this song was more like it's kind of because the whole concept is a little bit silly right like and, and especially if you pair the song with the video and the visual style of the video, right? It's really silly. And it and it is kind of almost like this basic track to have fun with. And I think that's just kind of its point is to be a fun track. Yeah. I don't I don't look at it at it right out as a red velvet track. It's it's a it's a red velvet song and it's performed by red velvet, but it's not, you know, what we expect of red velvet. Uh, yeah. But I, I I don't know I I still enjoyed it I, yeah. and I still think it's it's within their vein in a way it's, yeah. I don't know I don't know how to put it um, yeah I think I think it's good but I think it, I wouldn't put it well I guess like I said I think putting it into context of what uh, what the Agent Junkie review meant is like it feels like it was something that they put out maybe a few albums, a couple of minis ago, maybe or mm-hmm. closer to like their happiness era. Uh, which is fine. It, it could also, it, it could also be a song that's just been on the back burner and they're like, you know what? This, it's a song we could still have fun with. It doesn't necessarily fit what we're doing now, but why not? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, that works well. Uh, the visuals are cool. And on and the, yeah. and the I, I, I think was, it's really cool. It, it, it's like it's almost kind of poking fun at 
the visuals that are normally like done. I don't know. It's, it's, I, I feel. I feel. I don't. I don't want to say too much because then I feel like I'm just being. I'm just defending it, and I'm being that kind of kid, like that. I'm just defending it because I like Red Velvet, but I really feel like there's a a, a reasoning in defending it. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, I will say I did appreciate the the throwback to uh, that '70s show with the circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and the, the, considering it came. Like not too long after they stood around as a group while, while something smoky <laughs> puffed out in the middle, and like you know, it's, there's, yeah. it's a little, it's a little like uh, like a, a substance. It seems a little substance field. I will say that yeah. some yeah. colors, some, some wildness yeah. happening. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the underlying message, like. <laughs> yeah, falling down the rabbit hole. Uh, yeah, it's all good. It's all it. good. Uh, moving on to uh, going from red to blue. Uh, we have Lydia Lee making her official debut. Lydia Lee, um, if you remember, I think we talked. Yeah, we talked about it on our show. Uh, she was the one that uh, covered Adele's "Hello," uh, among mm-hmm. other things, and had it on like her school's like YouTube thing. Um, you know, she went to Seoul, uh, Seoul Music Art School, I believe. Uh, really, uh, prestigious kind of art school, arts high school. Uh, and her cover went viral. Uh, she even went on Ellen. Uh, she had a nice ex- uh, exposure. Um, and, <clears throat> you know, and, and it was like, uh, later kind of found out she had worked, started working with artists, like, with a label and uh, songwriters in in America, like and in England, uh, and she's kind of been working on stuff. Uh, but now she finally has debuted uh, with a single called "Blue," uh, and it's it's really cool and interesting. Um, it's very it's very I think very modern in mm-hmm. some senses. Uh, I don't know if I would call it like terribly innovative but i think it's very it fits nicely in a wheelhouse does a great job of showcasing her voice uh which is which is really her voice is really cool and unique and um when she's kind of not uh she like and we talk about the adele cover she definitely doesn't sing like adele in this track like she she kind of has her own kind of like interesting breathy voice that is really cool and um and the song is really interesting and like kind of the tone of it all is very interesting uh and yeah it just has a cool vibe to it it's like a good vibe music uh what do you think Cass? No, it's a really like um chill like kind of indie song feel to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very kind of cool chill like yeah, like uh that style um which is you know, prominent lately. Uh but I think it's done well. She does it well. Uh the other track on her um on her album is also really cool. Uh, I, I forgot what it is. Uh, let's see. Let me check on the album. Uh, I don't have it saved. 
Ideally blue. Uh, Paralyze Me, which is a uh, uh, a little bit more up uh, up tempo and really cool and interesting. Uh, so both of the songs are really cool, and I'm 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 um, I'm intrigued by her debut, and I think she's gonna she's gonna do well. I think uh, she's been working with a lot of people and kind of like building her career. I did like uh, she had an interview on Soompi, which is really cool, but I did like the. I don't know. I, I, the cynic in me, uh, I went and I saw the, the interview and her, them categorize her as back then as a, as a shy teenager in a high school yeah. uniform. Which, of course, I, I, I imagine, I, I, yeah, like I said back then, it's like, she's a little bit more, <laughs> she was never quite that shy teenager. She was a, she was a, a music kid, always. And I think that was such yeah. a smart thing that she did back then, which is, show up on Ellen in her school uniform and, you know, to be, you know, to kind of play on that, uh, on that, what people expect her. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, definitely worth checking. I, I actually, I might, I should link it. Uh, it's actually a really cool interview because she talks about her influences and like, uh, how, you know, how the songs came about and what her, you know, kind of what her approach to music is and things like that, which is really cool. I, I'll, Go ahead and I'll link it. It was on Soompi. Uh, oh, goodness. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Yeah, Lydia Lee. Good luck to her. Uh, yeah, last definitely track. worth checking out. Yeah, definitely worth checking out. Uh, last but not least, uh, this is kind of an odd track. It's uh, this is uh, the primary artist on this is Yastaka Nakata. Uh, and the song is called Crazy Crazy, and it's uh, it's featuring uh, Charlie XCX and Caddy Pami Pami. Um, okay. I, 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 I don't I, know how I to feel, feel like about this. Is something I could get it down to, but there, there's a lot of names on there, so <laughs> yes. a little like uh, huh. I don't know how to feel about this song. Uh, and in both ways, like it's a little odd. It's, it's very quirky. Uh, the video is. I, I I don't I'm, I don't know if I necessarily like the video, uh, but whatever. But the song is cool. Like um, it's it's interesting. Like that has has a lot of funkiness going on. It has a lot of fun like upbeat going on, uh, and it has a cool style. I guess um, the I it has that quirkiness. I think works for it, uh, and I think, yeah, I think that the both Charlie XCX and uh, and Caddy Pamu Pamu uh, do do kind of do mix well together. Yeah, in a way, I think they have a you know, similar vocal style. It's very interesting to hear Caddy sing in English. <laughs> uh but I think it works out well. I don't. I don't know. Like I'm so like, I'm still confused. <laughs> Kaz, well, what do you think of this I, song? I think it's just the. It, we already know Caddy Caddy is a very visual artist, so this is just a very visual thing, you know. And it just is kind of mixing that, and I'm I'm fine with it. Like I I think it's a fun, silly little song, and I'm I don't know. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I think yeah, I think that's where I'm kind of more leaning towards. It's just kind of a fun song. 
a good opportunity to kind of like cross have crossover appeal, uh, which mm-hmm. I know Caddy uh, does actually seek. You know, she she does a really, yeah. she has, she's done a really good job of like ha- giving seeking opportunities to expand and cross over, which is cool. Um, yeah, all right, yeah, it's a cool song, uh, and I think it's worth checking out. Uh, people should check it out. Uh, yeah, that's it for what's new. What's caught our attention this week? We're gonna transition over to our headlines. So. Uh, join us on the flip side. Welcome to Headlines, ladies and gentlemen. Where we talk about some topical topics and things that are important in the world of East Asian pop culture. Important big breaking news and and. Stuff Such. discussion. Um, important news like the following headline: uh, BGA, the ultimate K-pop group, might be making a comeback. Uh, last year, BGA or Boys Generally Asian took the world took the K-pop world by storm, releasing Dong Sayade, which shook the industry to its core and established the boys as the premier group in K-pop. Uh, now, leader Ryan Higa, aka ROP has teased the comeback might be on the horizon on Instagram. Uh, oh, please <laughs> happen. Uh, of course, a nice little like reminder of all the, all, you know, your biases, all your, your opas, you know, as you, you need to be reminded as if they're not in their, their identities and their, uh, beauty isn't already ingrained in your mind. Um, I, I really enjoyed the, the song, the kind of the as, uh, the silliness of the song that they created, uh, and I'm looking forward to as long as they they come up with something fresh. I'm looking forward to to something new from Boys Generally Asian. Well, Kaz, what what are your thoughts? <sighs> okay, um, look, I'm I'm. I've been I, I've done this a few times in my life where a joke was funny and then I've tried to bring that joke back again. And sometimes, you know what, it's just not funny the second time. Um and I don't I don't I don't dislike the the joke. I thought the joke was funny. But then there just comes a moment where you're just like Cool, got it. Great, thanks. Moving on. You know, like I don't, I don't know if it, I don't know if you need to do it again. You know, like I, I don't know. It, 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 it'll probably have some life to it because people will, will jump on it and, and and love it and and eat it up. But I don't. I just. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think if, if the key thing is if they have uh, something new, a new bit, a new joke. It has to be something where it's not the same the joke. The same joke. Yeah, that's the key. Um, but you know, I mean, it is it is headed by by a YouTuber, so I don't know if we can hope for that. But I don't know. Right. I'm not familiar <laughs> like, with Ryan Higgins, like, so I don't, I, like no I don't disrespect. Know if, no disrespect because I am trying to enter that realm as well. 
but YouTubers are kind of known for knocking on that same joke door until that the money comes out of it. You know, like like it's not anything. funny yet. Like like what what was that thing that people did? Uh, the what what was the one where they tried to do like um variety like style thing on YouTube, but it was just really shittily done. Like I, I don't remember. Oh man, I'm gonna have to find that and send that to you, PD. Like they were trying to do like Korean variety style stuff with like a bunch of different YouTubers, like Asian YouTubers. Um, it just I actually thought about that, but doing that. I I see TP. I I was. Oh man, I'll I'll we'll, we'll look it up at some point. I don't want to drag this on. Yes. Um, but it was just one of those things, and it was kind of meh, you know, and it just didn't really translate well because they didn't accomplish the thing that they set out to accomplish you know they tried to make it too much instead of just making a carbon which this is right that's what this joke is is making a carbon copy of a k-pop group right um and that's fine but can you keep going with that joke does that joke become a metalocalypse where you've taken the joke to a point where it just becomes its own thing you know what i'm saying like so it's i don't know it's weird We'll have to see. Uh, we're going to have to see how it works out. Uh, if they've got something new to bring to the table. Um, and it's going to be interesting uh, to see what, what happens, if anything. Uh, so, boys generally Asian. Keeping out, looking out. Hating. Um, so, uh, the, the, uh, that's uh, the kind of the fun beginning. Uh, there's going to be a fun end. There's not, there's going to be, it's a fun, fun bread with some like poop sandwich filler in the middle, (laughs) kind of like, uh, not fun parts in the middle. Uh, just want to kind of acknowledge, uh, James officially leaves Royal Pirates to focus on injury recovery. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the goings on of what, uh, James from Royal Pirates went through. Um, yeah, James. You're going to have to fill me in. Yeah, so just now, Royal Pirates. Uh, so he announced uh, in the kind of the handwritten letter. So back in the, so Royal Pirates is a group uh, with like Moon uh, James. I think uh, I forget the the drummer's name. Um, they're kind of a you know a pop rock group. You know the the, the yeah. K-pop rock group, uh, very much in that style. Uh, James just kind of was out with friends uh, when he had held a door or closed a door at a at a restaurant. It was like this big metal and glass door or something like that. Uh, and while he was kind of waiting for his friends, he was like holding the door. Something happened where all of a sudden it fell and fell on him and uh, nearly cost him his hand uh, yeah. it, to the point where they were talking about severing it. Like, uh, uh, you know, uh, decap... Uh, uh, Amputating. amputating amputating it and you know putting a prosthetic but he de- decided uh decided to uh to try to try to reattach it uh because he you know he wanted to play bass like <laughs> like he wanted yeah. to play bass again and he's been he's been going through multiple surgeries and therapy uh, and if you've seen him it's like it's kind of heartbreaking to see him because he kind of doesn't really have any <laughs> like hardly any use of that hand uh 
But so as previously reported, James suffered a serious injury to his left hand in 2015, leaving him unable to play the bass despite undergoing multiple surgeries. He's basically been playing keyboard in just one hand. Uh, it seems that the injury is too severe for him to continue playing, and that in addition to the hand injury, James has just found out that he also has a blood clot, blood clot in his brain. Um, <clears throat> due to the severity of these medical issues, James will be leaving Royal Pirates to focus on recovery. James uploaded a handwritten letter, which is uh, which everyone can check out uh, on his Instagram or over here on Moon Rock. Um, it's I just wanted to talk about this because this is crazy because it's like. Burrow Pirates was on a good upward trajectory. They were doing all doing well, and so was he. And then being he was at the wrong place at the wrong time. And yeah. and it kind of just took a turn and it, it's such a bummer. And it kind of it kind of makes it's one of those makes you appreciate things <laughs> a little bit mm-hmm. uh stories like uh yeah, it's just a huge bummer. I don't know. What what are your thoughts, Kaz? I mean that's a it's a really like hard thing, right? It's just like it's the how could it get any worse, and then you you get the blood clot like thing. So I it, it it's really hard when you have a passion, um, and especially for people who play instruments, right? Like you have this passion of of playing an instrument, and an accident, a, a, a really weird freak accident like can take that away from you in an instant you know like there's so many things as an entertainer sometimes where (sighs) if something were to happen you know you could kind of keep going in a weird way like like for me trying to get into doing vlogs and video game stuff if i was to lose a hand it wouldn't hinder me that much in doing that kind of stuff you know like but i i could definitely feel for somebody like him who whose hands are their life you know what i'm saying like yeah. you know like that's that's fucking rough i i i, I don't know i don't wish that on anyone that's that's yeah. just rough in so many ways that i i can't even imagine um yeah it's tough uh it's tough to see that but you know what i think uh all we can do is kind of wish him the best um and kind of oh send out good vibes uh hopefully hopefully aside from having to hopefully the the losing his i mean it's that's still tough hopefully losing his his ability to play and kind of stepping away hopefully stepping away and focusing on healing is it works out and he is able to kind of live his life Doing whatever, but live his life off off of fulfilled, uh, and and healthy, and have a good, uh, good uh, <clears throat> quality of life uh, going forward. Because it, it hopefully doesn't get worse. And it, it's because like a lot of it's like the regret of like, uh, did I push myself too far? Or, you know, was this the right decision to? Should I have just given up earlier and like well you know like how how could you think that like uh should i just gone ahead and gotten it amputated and figured out something else or like you know it's like i can't imagine like i can only imagine like the like the what ifs that could be happening in your mind like with like (laughs) this is like so it's just crazy uh i just you know i'm wishing james all the best uh yeah he's a cool guy from everything i've seen of him uh 
So, yeah, all good things. Hating. Uh, yeah, good luck to you, man. Hopefully the best. Uh, uh, all right. Speaking of other non-fun stuff, uh, but from people that, from people that we we've enjoyed. So we we've talked about our love for what's up. Uh, we we, we uh, what's up is a kind of one of our our children. <laughs> In a way, we we just kind of like love their ridiculousness, and especially Nada. At least I know I do. Uh, what uh, but. Mm-hmm. And you know she's kind of been doing well. She's doing been doing well. She was a runner up on on Pretty Rap Star, the most recent one. Uh, so she's been able to kind of be working, and uh, she's gotten prominence. And and we've been in waffles all around the world, which is you know what's up fans have been hoping for kind of a what's up comeback. And they had that mixed star project for a what's up album uh, and things like that. Uh, but unfortunately, we got some bummer news. Uh, what's up, Sonata? Failed to term, uh, filed to terminate contract with my Mafia Records over insufficient payments. Uh, what's up, the mm-hmm. group you probably didn't know <laughs> still thing uh, are now down to their mo- down their most well known member is not as filed for contract termination from Mafia Records. Basically, what's been hap- what's happening is that Nada got a bunch of opportunities after she finished she finishes runner up as MP Repsar three that she figured she would be kind of paid for what she made and wanted to know when the check was coming. However, she wasn't pleaded with the compensation that Mafia Records cited to her, and their explanation was that she didn't actually make profits. Um, and there was and they said that What's Up was down to four members, which a lot of people were confused by. Because they debuted at seven, uh, mm-hmm. but then we got further news. We had uh, What's Up's Jinju and Dain also filed suit against Mafia Records over lack of payments. Uh, when it was announced that Nada What's Up would be leaving the group against the law uh, amidst a lawsuit due to a lack of payments, uh, some wondered why they were coming back as four. They had seven members. Well, now that the now the question is answered, as Jinju and Dain uh, are also filing the suit against Mafia Records for the same reasons as Nada. Uh, Mafia Records is saying that at least in regards to Nada, basically is that they're broken. Nada is over acting like a free agent. Things like she was taking bookings, but she said that she got approval. Um, there's there's going to be clarity going forward. Hopefully, there's some clarity after uh, going forward. Things like that. Also, uh, Asian Junkie rightfully uh, asking for somebody to save Nadi, uh, which I, I will I will second that motion. Somebody please save Nadi. Yeah. <laughs> and all this police protector. Yeah, it, it's it's sad, right? Because this this is a this is a story we we've heard too many times before. This is you know it's the same shit. EXO's gone through. Just so many groups have gone through, right? Like that we know and we like and we appreciate and we're like, oh man, that, I really like that group. Um, so it's it's always rough when you you see these groups that you you want to follow but shit like this happens you know yeah they're not getting paid like and and it, it's not surprising to hear this at this point yeah. you know what i'm saying like we're so used to hearing this that it's just i don't know uh i i do know that uh, mafia records is might might be in for a, a bit of hurt uh, because Jinju did gr- apparently we found out I didn't know this before but I looked it up and it's true well at least might be true I looked it up on the internet the internet says it so it might be true uh, but Jinju did graduate college 
did graduate with a degree in law. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I imagine they're also getting a lawyer, but <laughs> like, uh, but it's gonna be interesting. Uh, there's also another uh, an interview that Nada did. Uh, I, I'm o- the only translation I found is on all K-pop, which I'm not even sure I'm gonna link, but it's there. Uh, but I'll read ahead. I'll re- go ahead and read the interview for y'all. Uh, on February 2nd, Nada spoke over the phone with Elgon Sports regarding the issue, stating, uh, Representative Hong, uh, I guess the CEO, seems to misunderstand what's it written in the standard contract. Uh, she went on in the financial statement, and uh, apparently she got like a. So she had been waiting. Well, uh, actually, no, she'll, she'll say it in this. In the financial statement, investment, salary, personal credit card info, uh, information are all mentioned. It says in the contract that the artist is not responsible for reimbursing such things. Uh, question, did you file a lawsuit because you didn't receive your payment? Answer, it's not about the money. If it, if it appeared as if I'm leaving because I didn't receive money after Mnet I'm Pretty Rap Star, all seven mo- members have, of What's Up filed the complaint. Uh, what is the reason for you com- to requesting the, uh, the payment statement? I was curious if I really was receiving the accurate amount stated in the contract. I've been asking the agency for two years now. The agency said that they didn't have money, so I wanted to know how much they had been making. I waited patiently for two years. Uh, when did you receive the statement? I asked about the statement when I first debuted. I believed it when they said the agency was having a hard time financially, so I waited. Finally, after three years, I received the statement and it wasn't clear. And by it wasn't clear, it was some bullshit. Um, did you follow the given schedule? I never missed the schedule once. We attended a club meeting. However, the agency reported that due to the club's image, they prevented us from going, but that didn't make any sense. Um, that's, I, mean, I guess that's like a clap back about some about missing a schedule or whatever. Uh, we heard that What's Up is preparing a comeback. It's unfair to call it a comeback. We recorded a song beginning last year. Blah, blah. We heard that the remaining four members will be returning as What's Up. The remaining girls are all juniors. They are probably afraid of this kind of situation. They are fully aware of the issue and have agreed accordingly. Uh, what are your future plans? And this is kind of heartbreaking. Uh, I would like to settle the situation on a positive note. However, it seems it's already too late. I will probably think about my future plans once the court hearings are over. My image is already wrecked as it is. What kind of company would like me? To be honest, it's hard for me to say which company I'll go to next at this point. Uh, which kind of brings up the like the the even scarier part of something. There's like once you like do the the confronting thing, you're the you're the person that spoke out. Mm-hmm. And that's the scary part. It's always being it's always in so many situations in various things in life it is very much scary to be the person that speaks up the the person (laughs) that finally speaks up the outlier yeah yeah like the person that talks back you know even if you're right it's still scary in so many situations even like even more severe situations than this uh like is she gonna be you know like is another agency gonna think like, well, you know, if she did that to them, like, 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 it, it's scary because it's a obviously like, I don't know, it's a different because that's that's even more prevalent over there in Korea, like, like especially with companies and especially with like agencies, like if if you were a record label here in the states and you saw that happen, she became a free agent with like her like potential, and you wouldn't give a shit about what happened to them. You'd be like. 
how soon can I sign her? Like how, you mm-hmm. know, like, and, and you never know. Hopefully, uh, hopefully there are opportunities. Like I, again, agency here, like if maybe there's an opening at AOMG, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, you know, Jay Park don't give a shit about all that. So, you yeah, know. yeah. Uh, Jay Park <laughs> with Ray, he's like, yo, I under, I, I got you. <laughs> like, I got you, fam. You know? And she's, she's, she's you know what, it would be, uh, now that I think about it, it would be a perfect perfect fit. She is, like, the perfect kind of ridiculous as far as personality and as far as, like, her music. Like, uh, like, especially personality for AOMG and for Jay Park. You know what, that's why I'm campaigning. Jay Park just needs to start picking up more of these, like people who get dropped like jay park just needs to start going out and being the fucking like you know the 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 fucking um oh, god damn it i'm trying to think of the word um the the savior uh, tupac the, the foster oh i was uh, gonna say the foster foster home <laughs> yeah like that like that but i'm trying there, there's a name that i'm trying to put with it um god damn i can't think of his name pd uh <laughs> you know just just west coast uh, uh, uh easy no uh, no no uh um, Knight. tupac yes the suge Knight. like just start <laughs> going to award shows and being like oh is your label not paying you come to aomg <laughs> like <laughs> You'll get your your check on the first of the month, like yes, <laughs> yes, ready to go. Um, yeah, so so that would be cool. Uh, now now I'm like imagining now 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 that I imagine it and I hope for it, it's gonna not happen and it's gonna be sad. But uh, at Jay Park, this is gonna be my Twitter campaign. Jay Park, start like, yo, picking up the agents. Say dude. nada. <laughs> start with nada and there i know there's some boy groups in trouble you need to be on the lookout yeah. yo just think about think about a boy group from aomg yes oh <laughs> uh, k-pop's first ratchet boy group like. <laughs> they would keep the ratchet concept the whole way through there would be no transition it, that's just who they would be yes. <laughs> Oh, such beautiful thoughts. Uh, you know, you, we, we, we wouldn't managed- have that transition with with like no, because it wouldn't be ratchet, right? Because because think about it, right? Because let's take a group like, for example, since we were already talking about them earlier in the show, BTS, right? How they kind of had that weird gangster thing in the beginning, <laughs> then they yeah. went like hardcore boy band, then they settled. You know, I feel like Jay Park would just have a group that's already settled, <laughs> like. He'd be like, no, we're not doing all that. I hate that shit. Why do you think I left 2 p.m.? No. Like, just be you. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Uh, that, w- that would be awesome. Uh, yes. All right. We, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully things work out for, for Nada and Diane and Jinju, uh, who, and, and for all, and, and as well as the other remaining members of What's Up, hopefully things work out for them as well. Uh, because I, I adore them. I think uh, it's it's a bummer to kind of have to like uh, have to say goodbye to the what's up that we love and remember, which is a big part of that was Nada and her personality and her 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 rapping. Uh, but I mean, we'll have our memories. Uh, mm-hmm. 
But yeah. Go get your money, girl. Go get your money, Nada. Oh yeah, definitely. Get your checks. You know, we are so more about supporting the artist than the label, like yeah. you know. Yeah. It, it's great when there's a good label like AOMG or some of those other smaller ones that have been popping up that are artist run labels like and it's it, that's such a great <laughs> thing to have and I'm glad that those things exist now. Um but definitely like like I'm I'm so excited to to see more and more of that and I'm so excited for people to get their due Ooh. right out of the gate. Like Yeah. Um but yeah. Speaking of uh, uh groups that I love uh, mm-hmm. this is a fun part. Uh, Mamamoo, uh, overhauled their radish light sticks, and now it's also a vibrator. Um, uh, over a year ago, Mamamoo introduced us to their official radish light stick. Of course, named, uh, by radish, it is also the Korean word for radishes, Moo. Uh, if you, I mean, yeah, let's not get into the whole thing, but, like, it was the great thing of, like, naming their fans Moomoo's. And then the the fact that moo is the word for radish, and they started bringing radishes, and they decided, you know what, the official symbol of Mama Moo is a radish, uh, which is always a beautiful thing. Uh, I should have grabbed it; it's around here somewhere. Uh, but yeah, over here you go. Mama Moo introduced us to their official radish light stick, which was st- was and still is awesome. But they decided it wasn't quite awesome enough, so they decided to upgrade it to a vibrator. Um, so it's not just a vibrator. So what it is is that uh, it has a, a five-color LED, which uh, gives it a 256-color kind of like combination options. So there's a ton of mm-hmm. color. It can be uh, so it can be connected to wirelessly to control the LED lights. Okay. And and it vibrates. <laughs> okay. Um. People have said, and I think I kind of agree, that this is an acknowledgement of of their fan base, which is predominantly female, and servicing their needs. Right. Also, it's just a also it's a go, falling. A, uh, they're not the first though. Remember, just so you know, they're not the first to have a vibrating light stick, uh, okay. because Vix. The amazing people, the amazing group of Vicks had had a vibrating light stick for their starlights, uh, which is fantastic. But they're also another cool thing about this is that it's uh-huh. basically the, the same light stick. So they're actually for the people that already have it, like well, like me. Uh, where where put it? Uh, like me. You can actually just get the 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 module inside, which I, let me. Let, I should. <laughs> damn it! I had it. I was gonna have it on the show, but I forgot about it. Let me let me look real quick. I'll be right back. Aha! <laughs> Didn't have to look far. Didn't have to look far. So yeah, so let me bring two shot back so we can see better. Uh, so yeah, so this is the current light stick now, just kind of a nice white light. Mm-hmm. Uh, but supposedly you're, I'm going to be able to buy the replacement upgraded version of this, which which is basically the module that gives it the light, which is awesome. Okay, it's just because it's kind of like all right, 
you want the upgrades, but you don't have to like it not making you buy a second of this thing because basically even though people is, will, I mean they will, but just in case yeah. for people that might need to might want to just like keep their collection simple, it's good to have the fact that they're also going to sell that. Kaz, <laughs> your thoughts? <laughs> All right, one that's cool. Uh, I'm glad that they're adding this value to their fandom. (sighs) But, but, I, I don't know what the fuck, dude, like, (laughs) um, I, I don't know, it's, it's just weird, it's just slightly weird, which is ever so slightly weird. The whole vibrator perfect. part, just because uh, 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 people are just going to think the wrong thing. I, I just I, yeah, it, when you've been around people long enough, you know they think the wrong things, and people are just going to automatically think the wrong things, and they're just going to yeah. be like, oh, uh, uh, "God damn it!" And that's all I could think is like, I, I I'm already thinking like the old man that I'm slowly turning into, and I'm already like. I don't know if I want my children around this. Like, and it's just, <laughs> there's no reason to think that way. Like, but that's, that's just what will happen because that's what um, happens. So, uh, but I mean, uh, so the main thing is, uh, the, I, honestly, the, the, the vibration is one thing. Uh, it's, but I will say, but I will say the, the best part is still, is going to be, the fact that you're going to be able to wirelessly connect to it and the the fact that you're going to be able to like change all of like the different colors uh i think that's a big thing like the fact that you have all those different colors and you're probably going to be able, i think that you're going to be able to cycle through them and like uh and you know it would be great if the wireless like, if the wireless if you like go to the concert and you like connect to like the central control module of like the console, you know and they're like they're like light stage control people wirelessly control all the moves in the audience like and have like things happening that would be awesome if that was possible i don't know how it's possible but it'd be awesome if that was possible I'm just saying. Yeah. So that would be cool. Some so stuff like that. That's the main thing that's really cool. Is that they're 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 doing really cool fun things and just because I love my mama. Uh also uh the the optional uh the unconfirmed reports of the optional eat your enemies upgrade as well. Uh which which the this unconfirmed reports is still exciting. You know, I have, I have many enemies that I want eaten, and if mm-hmm. they could, if that's how you fuel the batteries of the Mubong, all the power, to, all the more power to it. Fuck yeah! All right, that brings us to the end of another fantastic <laughs> episode of Alijuku. Got weird. Yes. Uh. Yes, Kaz. What's going on? What's up, man? Uh, nothing much. Sports Hots and Ends coming back because everybody's back from PAX. Uh, Going to be more uh, other stuff. Just pay attention to all the things. Um, 
I don't know. Just pay attention to all the things that we do, all the stuff that's going on. There will be yeah. more of it and sometimes less of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Just trying to stay above water right now, man. Yeah. It's fucking on. holes in the boat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, we, we talk a lot about how we're going to do things. Uh, I, I really want to commit to, like, an expansion and commit to some goals on more content. Uh, mm-hmm. and I haven't been very good at that. Uh, like it I takes wanna, time. It, it, yeah. it takes time. It struggles. Cause you have to find time in the real world to make time in this, in, yeah. in your podcasting life. So once we start finding that time it, within the real world, we'll, we'll start finding that time within our podcasting lives to, to do more stuff, make more content, hopefully make the show better. Yeah. Um, as we keep doing these things, uh, because it's, it's a, it's a great experience. It's a fun experience. Um, yeah. It's just it's just rough, you know, to yeah. to find the time to do these things. Like, like I like I've been thinking about more frequent, like trying to make Halle Duku talks, bring it back, but also make it more frequent with like a ver- more of a variety of topics for Halle Duku talks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but it's just things that I'm thinking about, and also like videos that I want to record. Like I so like I definitely still want to do. I, I gotta get. A, I gotta. I gotta just do it but the key thing is i gotta write down all the information that's going to be useful for it but like the how to attend the south by southwest music showcase for example now that i've been through a few a variety of them uh and i can look up more information that i might need and things like that i can create a video that can people refer to and like just as a great quick little how-to guide uh so i might work on that i don't know stuff like that yeah uh yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's King Kaz. Keep following the things he does. I'm Petey Rave. Uh, follow the things I do. Uh, as you know, I don't do often, but I uh, do things. But yeah, show us Halle Juku. Hallyjuku.com uh, or kpoppodcast.com. Rebellion.net for this and those shows. Rebellion TV on YouTube on and other places. Well, didn't they tell you? Don't you know? Um, check us on on iTunes, on Stitcher, on all the places on you know that you can find podcasts on you know all your like podcast aggregator things. Um, find us all there. Like us, share, subscribe, do the things. Give it to me straight, doctor. Until next time, hasta los ojos. Fighting. Give not a money. Yeah. Why I think you're crazy. Cash up checks. I mean, right to check. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>